You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Friday, May 20. Following a public backlash, the government has reversed a decision that would have prevented thousands of people who have COVID from voting on Saturday. The public had been told that anyone who tested positive before Tuesday and had not already applied for a postal ballot would not be allowed to vote by phone. But today, Commissioner of the Australian Electoral Commission, Tom Rogers, told the ABC that that is no longer the case. There will be a regulation change this morning. Government will change those regulations at a point this morning to enable those who tested uh, positive with COVID from Friday 6pm, last Friday 6pm, to use the telephone voting service. We're effectively reading out the ballot paper uh, on the telephone to people. So can I urge people to be prepared when they phone in, have looked at the ballot papers online on our website. Um, You'll see when you you register that the the ballot papers are there for people to look at. Be prepared rather than um, going in clueless and asking our staff to read out entire ballot papers. It's going to be, it's an emergency measure. It will be lumpy and it will really help if people do some preparation. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has faced tough questions on the last day of his election campaign over a cabinet leak, which allegedly reveals the government refused to provide more aid to the Pacific. The Guardian reports that the National Security Committee blocked a proposal to double Australia's support to the Pacific, which had been brought forward by Foreign Affairs Minister Maurice Payne. The leak was initially reported by the Australian newspaper and has sparked debate not only about how the information was leaked to the press, but also whether it impacted the Solomon Islands' decision to sign a controversial security pact with China. Former Prime Minister Julia Gillard has thrown her support behind Labour leader Anthony Albanese by delivering a message specifically to the women of Australia, saying, What I want to see for this country is the government that cares about, values and includes women. And I know that a government led by Albo will do precisely that. Ms Gillard highlighted that she has known and been friends with Mr Albanese since university and says that gives her the authority to say that he will be a great Prime Minister. Aussie actor Craig McLaughlin has dropped his defamation case against a number of media outlets just one day before the defence was due to start calling witnesses. The former Neighbours star had launched proceedings against the ABC, Nine Newspapers and fellow actor Christy Whelan-Brown, alleging they had effectively ended his acting career. 
But on day 10 of the hearing, the 56-year-old, who has been accused of indecent assault, bullying, harassment and exposing himself to female cast members, had his leave to end the proceedings granted. ABC News Director Justin Stevens said it was a tremendous result for the 11 women who were brave enough to tell their stories. New South Wales Health has announced they're investigating a suspected case of monkeypox in Sydney after a man in his 40s recently returned from Europe. He initially went to his GP with mild symptoms, but urgent testing revealed that he is a probable case, forcing him and a close contact into isolation. The disease has been spreading across Europe and North America in recent weeks, with cases now recorded in the UK, France, Italy, Sweden, Spain, Portugal, Canada and the US. New South Wales Chief Health Officer Kerry Chance says an alert has been issued to GPs, hospitals and sexual health services across the state to be aware of potential cases. In Afghanistan, the Taliban is continuing to restrict the rights and freedoms of women and girls, which now includes a ban on female TV presenters showing their face. It comes just two weeks after women and girls were told they must wear a veil over their faces at all times while in public or else face punishment. Other restrictions include a ban on women travelling without a male guardian and secondary schools are now shut to girls. The increasing number of limitations has come as a great disappointment, but perhaps not a surprise, even after the Taliban promised it would be fairer this time round. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's deep dive on what you need to know before you cast your vote on Saturday, especially if you've been tuning out from the intense election coverage.